you just have to you know believe in yourself and say okay I can do this and don't be afraid to you know to jump because you know you have family you have friends for sure they're gonna help you so it's just a matter of um, setting your mind towards the goal and you know, yeah educate yourself so never stop learning and always be creating something every day Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Live Show. In episode 65 of TDLS, I'm chatting with Kevin Paul Santos, an art director, graphic designer, and illustrator. He is also the chief executive officer of Fully Nimble, a creative agency based in the sunny Philippines. Kevin is an expert in providing effective print and digital solution, a creative thinker possessing high work ethics and standards. He has worked with several big brands and agencies locally and abroad. In this episode, we talk about his design life stories from ground up, how he was able to pursue his passion on designing while growing up here in the PH, the ground up stories of how he started his own creative agency called Fully Nimble insights on how to find better clients for your business and practical advice for creatives that are just getting started and much much more so make sure to stick around until the end and let me know if you love this episode by subscribing on any of your favorite podcast app uh, the podcast is ab- available at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or actually on, on any of your favorite podcast app out there. So, yep. And also, if you love what I'm doing, if you find value from this episode or from this podcast, please uh, share it with your friends, family, or colleagues. So in that way, you are helping me to reach more people. And don't forget to add your review as well on Apple Podcasts, right? So that's it. I don't want to waste your time anymore. So let's go jump into this week's episode with Kevin. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Life Show. And that's the title of the podcast. And I wanna, you know, I wanna welcome you to the another episode of the podcast. And I'm super stoked right now. Uh, actually, we're recording it at 9 p.m. Uh, Tuesday, right? So uh, I, I think it's it's uh, it's been a while, you know, that. Uh, that I that I talk with a creative uh, own uh, creative business owner like 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 my guest uh, today or tonight. So it's it's really an interesting story that uh, I think I want to dig dive on his story as well. And hopefully you'll enjoy it and um, maybe learn one or two from from his from his journey. So I want to welcome you, Kevin, for uh, on the podcast, man. Thank you hello, so much hello. for accepting yeah. my invitation. You're welcome. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm yes. good. It's an honor to be part of your show, a podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure, actually, right? So, All right. Uh, you know, just to give context in this episode, for those who are listening for TDLS audience and All right. you know, for those who don't know Kevin Paul Santos, can you share uh, your background and what, what are you working on right now? What's your business? So, hi, good evening, everyone. My name is Kevin Paul Santos, and I'm the founder and the CEO of uh, Full and Nimble. It's a creative agency. Basically, we do uh, brand strategy, branding, and identity, and we design uh, packaging. And um, we also produce um, materials across all platforms. So I am a graphic designer and uh, illustrator by profession. And um, basically, I I just love uh, anything about graphic design, especially typography and study brand identities. Wow, that's really cool, man. And right. you, uh, I'm I'm curious, uh, and I always ask this mm-hmm. uh, to my guests: uh, What's you know, what's the experience growing up as a as as a, as a Filipino kid uh, growing up in mm-hmm. 
let's say in in the in a conventional country like Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you share your experience? You know, before you you know st- uh, getting started with in terms to your passion on designing. Can you share that? Okay. Dallas. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up uh, in a n- not really rich family, but uh, you know, uh, very you know just a normal and well-off family. Mm-hmm. So even before, I was fascinated with, you know, anime. So when I was a kid, I keep on watching uh, different types of animes, usually yeah. uh, the, the ones that are being shown on, on GMA or ABS-CBN, those, those yeah. kinds of networks. And then I started, um, I started to discover my, my passion in, in arts when I, when I was in, I think, preparatory school, uh, preparatory level, mm-hmm. uh, kindergarten. So there was this uh, drawing contest and I decided to to like to like join and just draw draw and draw anything. So wow. yeah, I, I joined the contest and apparently I won. So and then growing up, uh, I was exposed to to different um different fields of of arts or should I say design. And when I was in high school, I I became part of or, or sorry elementary. I became part of a uh, publications uh, of our school. Which basically my my task is to 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 draw and be part of the just editorial uh, cartooning uh, department. So when I when I was in college, um, um, medyo naglilo yung uh-huh. uh, design pagiging oh I should I say the designer illustrator part, and mm-hmm. I was uh, into music, so I I started uh, a band. So I played the guitars, and then uh, when I was almost graduating from college, I decided to uh, just you know explore on on Photoshop. So that was 2000, 2011, 2000, yeah, two thousand eleven. And we had we had this thesis in in school. Um, basically, I, I graduated from 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 IT information technology and uh, we have this yeah. thesis uh, and we developed this uh, system for for, mm-hmm. a, for a client so um, basically I entered the course which I don't really like which is programming so uh-huh. I'm not I'm not into programming yeah. I hate codes uh-huh. I hate uh, I hate uh, you know writing codes and thinking you know techni- super technical <laughs> stuff yeah so mm-hmm. uh, I decided to like okay I'm going to take on the 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 hat of being a designer. So that was actually my first or, or should I say second or uh yeah. third uh try to explore Photoshop. So so basically I downloaded Photoshop and then uh-huh. um we uh, as part of a thesis group so my 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 other classmates was doing the code and I decided to work on the design or the user interface. So basically, I started my design career being like a, I know, user interface designer, which was yeah, even, that. which wasn't even a term at that time. Yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> or or may, it may be a term, but Maybe. I don't really understand yes. it yet. So, so uh-huh. basically, I, I designed the whole interface of, of our system, yeah. and yeah, and apparently. You know, to my surprise, uh, I, we got a very positive feedback from our, our professors and all the people that 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 have seen our, our work. So I realized, you no, know, maybe maybe this is really what I was, you know, what I was really uh, talented uh, or something, or this is what I was really born for. So designing. So once again, the the passion for design and arts was you know, rekindled at that time, and then, um, and and then and then we passed the the thesis, mm-hmm. and then um, after which, I uh, it was our it was our time for you know, uh, it's, it was our, it was our, it was our time for, uh, looking for an OJT. So usually yeah. college people when you're graduating. Yeah. Start looking for an internship. Yeah. So I have this classmate um, who has a sister working on a telco. And then telco, uh, it's it's mostly IT related. But um, mm-hmm. I I just tried my, you know, 
like hitting something impossible. So my, my classmate applied for an IT position in the telco while I asked her sister if there's an available position at marketing as an intern. I specifically asked, is there an open uh, slot for an intern graphic designer? And apparently, they said yes. And, and cool. to my surprise, it was actually their first time hiring an intern for under you know graphic design so before I, I don't even know about the technicalities of design like rgb uh-huh. myk uh-huh. and um, the resolution or something the dpi so basically to cut the long story short i made a lot of mistakes starting as a designer but i have this you know design taste already uh, kind of developing on that uh, certain period of my life so yeah, that that was basically the start of my design career. Wow, that's really cool. And oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, and I I think that's really cool because uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. you you've mentioned the UI, which is not yeah. not a term before. Right now, it's you know it's freaking you know it's booming and and there's a term uh, that are growing right now, which is UX as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just. Uh, what's what's your what's the version of Photoshop back then you are using? Uh, I think there's a lot of new uh, new you know new software yeah. now, right? In, in mm-hmm. terms to designing UI. So what's the version first version yeah. that you used? The first version I think that I used. Um, well, even before the Creative uh, Creative Suit came out, yeah. I, I was using Photoshop before, but not really having the intention of designing something or working on something just yeah. you know i just had this uh i find i found out about photoshop and gave me an idea that oh this is probably this is just an advanced version of paint but before <laughs> yeah. the first i think the first version of photoshop that i used was adobe photoshop 8.0 or something wow. and then after after that i i used uh photoshop cs3 so that was 2000 yeah 2010 around that time yeah. Then I jumped into CS5 and then CS6. And then right now we're using the CC or Creative, uh, I call this Creative Collection 2019. So, yeah. oh, sorry, Creative Cloud. Yes, Creative, yeah, creative Cloud Collection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Creative yeah. Cloud. Uh-huh. And r- right now you are using the CC right now. Or do you use, uh, yeah. I think there's a lot of tools right now. I, I don't know what's yeah. the one but I st- uh, I'm an old soul as well I'm using uh, creative but yeah. is, uh, okay. creative cloud as well uh, what are you using right okay. now or I'm use mm-hmm. I'm currently using uh, CC 2018 so for, for wow. me it's the most uh, I think bug free or yeah. updated version or the safest version to use uh, based on my the OS that I'm using so yes. So for uh, for you know I think ten years before right so it's been a mm-hmm. long journey for you yeah uh, I, uh, when did you you know what's uh, what's going on uh, what's running with your head when you know when you started uh, doing more UIs than illustrations I, I think you one of your background or best asset is uh, doing illustrations and then you transition into UI what's uh, what's running in your head at that time or you just do it is there uh, any internal motivation or is there any uh, background story behind that oh see uh so to clarify, so UI is not really my mm-hmm. forte. So yeah. before I, I was I started illustrating, but you know the basic mm-hmm. basic tools I use paper and pencil, uh-huh. and then I wasn't really uh, open yet to the idea that I can turn my you know my sketches into something you know into into digital. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Perhaps drawing before for me was just you know just just a pastime just to express my uh, my my love for for anime or something. But then um, my first encounter in Photoshop, as I mentioned a while ago, was when I designed you know first uh, first uh, formal design first formal encounter in Photoshop was designing was uh, designing UI. So. Basically, I just saw the need of 
of uh, of our team at that moment that there has to be you know all the buttons are working all the features are working but i think what lacks at that particular moment on our work was the beauty i mean mm-hmm. was to even make the buttons you know clickable or something to you know make it really presentable to the client because all of the work before yeah uh, without without user in, without a good user interface they all look the same all 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 the works of our classmates even to their other uh, groups on our class they they all look the same so i was thinking of a way and how to make our work or make our project stand out among the rest so i decided to what if i tried i try you know uh, to to design the user interface for this so that it's going to be more presentable when we present it to the to our you know client so how did i transition um it wasn't really easy i mean uh-huh. it's it's uh i think it's i was it's like it's like i'm, I'm still exploring my my uh-huh. style or what they call this my my niche in terms of design at that time so yeah I, basically that's my that's the story i started with with the ui my my mm-hmm. official design career started as you know in started in designing a user interface for a, for a college project so yeah got it and that's really cool and how how do you you know uh, i think uh, right now are you uh, you uh, founded fully involved right yeah. So, uh, yeah it's a creative agency right it, it, mm-hmm. it, yeah correct right so yeah uh, for from freelancing or from working from a company, a biggest company, well, how how do you you know found it fully involved? Can you share your backstory and what's the why behind it? Why you found it fully involved? Okay, so I'm gonna tell you the backstory. It's gonna be yeah. well, it, <laughs> it's gonna be really long, sure. but I'm gonna try to cut it short. Cool. So yeah. yeah, going back to my story a while ago when I was. Uh, in college, so uh-huh. I started my career, my design career as an intern at a telecommunications company way yeah. back in 2011, and um, uh, basically I, I was hired re- after after two months of being an intern. Um, uh-huh. My boss uh, gave me a job offer to be um, to be a, to be their official graphic designer in their in their marketing department, and then I don't have yet an idea of 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 what advertising what advertising is or what advertising agency is i was just i was just fascinated with the idea of you know thinking critically on solving problems or communication problems or or, or on helping companies and businesses grow so at that time we were i, I was that was actually my f- uh, first encounter with an advertising agency so uh, as a designer of a, of a, of a marketing under the marketing department of Atelco, we work hand in hand with an advertising agency. So um, that was the start of really the I mean the, uh-huh. the start of me being in love with the with the industry. So uh-huh. at that time I don't even know yet how how does advertising agency work. So before I, I thought I was, I was just gonna work for for that certain brand for for a long period of time. But yeah, the, the, I think the, I found a solution to my answer so I could work with different brands is to be part of an advertising agency. Got so after, after being exposed to that work process, I started to like, um, started to like desire to be, to enter into advertising. I mean, um, at that time it was really hard because, you know, my background was I graduated, uh, I graduated in in a college and graduated yeah. in college uh, with a course you know in information technology and uh-huh. and at that time people in advertising or sorry people uh, I tried applying on an advertising agency but got rejected because they saw that in my resume I was you know I was a graduate of a non-advertising or marketing communications related mm-hmm. course so mm-hmm. yeah what are they and looking then, for? Are they looking for fine arts graduate or yeah, they're looking for uh, yeah, they're looking for a fine arts graduate, a marketing uh-huh. and communications graduate, or yeah. any related course, yes, you know, to do advertising. So, so what did you do? Well, <laughs> what did I do was that oh, so I tried applying and then uh-huh. I got rejected. Yes. Okay. And uh-huh. then 
So I was using this so typical uh, resume that we submit, you know, the, uh-huh. yeah. the, the resume that is made from Microsoft, <laughs> Microsoft Word. Yes. And then with a, with a large, you know, photo on the upper right corner and then your name, your com- contact, contact number. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, I thought of ways on how to make it, you know, creative so that I will be able to showcase my, my talent and for, for the HR not to look on the course but to look on the output. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so once you, again, in some way, you find a hack for that, you know, to yeah. be part of that. Got it. Yeah, that was that was the hack for uh-huh. for that. So, I redesigned the uh-huh. my resume. So, I I illustrated my myself. I made it like a chibi character, and then uh, I sketched it on paper, and then I translated it into converted it into a digital format and then colored it on computer and then uh, placed my uh, my uh, was this contact info my experience my uh-huh. my my uh, let's say award or anything on the on the side of the illustration and then yeah i was i was i was unemployed for 7 months after my contract ended at uh, atelco and then i was unemployed for 7 months and then uh, one day a startup uh, creative agency or marketing agency uh, gave me a call and then asking me if I'm available for interview. So to cut the long story short, I was hired because number one, they're wow. impressed with my, uh, with my CV. So, cool. yes. yeah. So I was, you know, I was hired in a startup uh, creative agency or marketing agency at that time. I handled, uh, I handled brands such as Coffee Bean, uh, Redbox, um, Wingstop Philippines. So that was around 2013. So at that time, uh, I was exposed to a startup, uh, startup agency set up. So basically, um, I, I got to learn the passion that's, that's uh, at work on that, on that agency. And I, I, I just realized that, okay, um, I think I can I can do this thing because you know I have the skills. Uh-huh. I just need to learn how to, you know, how to do uh, to do costings, to do yeah. uh, talking to clients, strategies, and yes. to do strategies. Yeah, that's right. So at that time, I just realized, oh, maybe perhaps I can do this. I just need you know, <laughs> I just need to to learn how to do this. I mean, I've been do I've been doing I've been freelancing before uh-huh. I. For for the for the seven months that I was unemployed, I've been pre freelancing, and then somehow I had an idea on how to you know run the business. But of course, at that time, I wasn't even running the business like the way how I run it now because before I was charging really low. Got so it. it's like uh, it's like people are you know mm-hmm. um, people are buying my services for a for a very low price. Mm-hmm. So. When I got exposed to an agency setup, I started to learn how to do the do to do somehow do proper costing, how to talk to clients, how to like how to communicate their ideas, how to present your ideas to clients. So, so I realized, oh, this this is just easy. Maybe I can I can I can do this after I I uh, I finished my work here. So at that yeah. time, I was I was I started to have an idea. What if I really you know make my Make my uh, ideas come to life and, and build an a- and build an agency. So while at work, you know, after work, sometimes I I do, I do research about about uh, how to set up an agency, how to how to formulate the services or anything. So so I was at that time I was I was planning my my business. I was planning full and nimble at that time. Got it. So, so you started it uh, with your own and your and how many members? Now, currently we uh-huh. have uh, we have four partners and I have I have three partners so uh-huh. altogether we are four and yes. then uh, we we just hire freelancers uh, to work on certain projects so yeah yes. I we started fully nimble 2013 together with my yeah. partner we, well well basically we started fully nimble we were just two at that time 2004 early 2014. Wow. Uh, I started it with my with my friend and partner and leader at church who happens to be uh, uh, also my 
work workmate or something mm-hmm. in uh in in church so basically we're part of a multimedia team at a, a christian church in Quezon city it's called destiny church and then my friend that friend of mine uh does the videos and i do the graphics so we came up with an idea so after after years of working together or so we re- realized no what if we came up with an idea of of working like this tandem so basically the setup at church is that uh the the, the service is on sunday and basically mm-hmm. they ask us to do the materials on yeah, a saturday yeah. night so <laughs> yes we need to work incredibly fast for us to deliver the mm-hmm. the the material on on sunday so so we've been working uh with we've been working like that for a couple of years i say two years and then you know we came up with the idea of what if we build an agency Got so <laughs> that was the birth of, of fully nimble so we call it fully nimble because mm-hmm. number one uh nimble uh because uh we're fast we're yeah. we're agile we're smart mm-hmm. so that's the that's the message that we want to communicate to our clients that you know you know you know you know clients yes uh they want they want work uh-huh. that is fast and they want work that is you know of high quality uh-huh. but it doesn't come cheap so yes so that was the idea clients most of the clients want 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 uh fast work so we name our agency fully nimble and well, then fully awesome. came yeah yeah fully came from uh, yeah. the Bible, uh, a Bible verse. I, see, yeah. I think it's in Ecclesiastes, says there, whatever your, hand, whatever your hand finds to do, you know, do it with all your might. Yeah. So that was the idea of fully nimble. So we, we do things with all our might because fully and then nimble because, and we're fast. So we do work fast without even compromising the quality of work. So that's the idea of the business. Wow, that's really cool, and I'm I think I, I, I it's uh, I think it's really interesting, you know, to come up with with this uh, idea, you know, to from transitioning into mm-hmm. different uh, uh, settings of work and then to build yeah. this uh, agency. I, I'm just curious, Kevin, uh, when you uh, you know when you started to think of this, uh, you know, uh, vision, uh, so to speak, mm-hmm. to create your own business to create your own creative agency w- mm-hmm. what's running with your head uh is there is there any you know uh something that motivates you to you know to go further or to push yourself further more because uh, i i think a lot of creatives right now are struggling you know there's yeah. a lot of challenges you know mm-hmm. uh, uh and you know uh, how to how can we strategize quickly or how can we uh you know give more or create more for the clients or give more value for the cl- clients what's your insights about that oh my insight about that um i think for you to be able to give more value to your client i think you should uh, ask you know uh more questions and how so that clients would you know that you so that you would understand what the client is going going Uh, going through in their business so yeah. i think the best uh, illustration or best uh what's this the best example for this is like act, act as an as a doctor uh, being a designer or being an, an agency owner solving clients problems real world problems in, in their business i think we should act like doctors like When you're a doctor, you don't just diagnose something. Or oh, when 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 a patient comes to you and says, "Doctor, I'm 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 I, I'm coughing." Okay, let's operate. You don't just operate quickly. Yeah. So as a doctor, you just you just ask you know questions mm-hmm. and questions and questions, follow up questions until the the problem, you know, uh, is has resurfaced. So so that you'll be able to you know diagnose what's the what the real problem yeah. is, mm-hmm. and then you'll give you know. Um, appropriate uh, what's this uh, solutions for for the client for your patient so 
I think when you when the, when the problem is clearly stated to you and when it's clear to you, that's the time you'll be able to solve your, your clients' problems. And then, then I mean, that's the time you're gonna be able to provide you know viable solutions to them. Thus, adding value to to them as your as your client. So basically, clients approach you not because of uh-huh. of the of the of the design that you do. Because 100%. number one, because they, they have a problem. So yeah. they are approaching you. So that meaning they, they, they want you to solve the problem. They want they saw they saw you, your you as a freelancer or as an agency. A client saw you as the perfect fit or should I say the one that can help them solve their problem. Their, yes. or solve the problem of their business. Yeah, 100%. So I think that's yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think that's the the that's the the most valuable thing that you can do for a client is to really, you know, solve their problem because that that's what they came for. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's really valuable. And uh, for those who are, for those creatives that are, you know, struggling mm-hmm. to shift that that mindset, what's what's your formula for that? You know, I, I think uh, we've uh, let's say I'm also a you know a computer science or an mm-hmm. IT graduate, right? So okay. we don't we don't have any business background, <laughs> something like yeah. that. Do you have any yeah. formula or something that uh, something that you you know? Uh, give give your give your head, you know, to shift from being a order taker to a you know to being a problem sol- solver. What's your insights about that? Okay, so basically, uh, shifting. Well, it all starts with the mind. So uh-huh. actually, it's it's not really easy. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying this. Um, I'm saying this not because I don't experience problems or I don't uh, get discouraged daily. Of course, I do. I still yes. do get discouraged daily. But you know, do. it's just it's it's just a matter of you know uh-huh. um, setting your mind. You know, just you know, just eyes on the goal, and have have a clear vision of where you want to go or where you want to be in the future. So, it's good that you identify the, your current state as of the moment. Okay, uh-huh. I'm here, and then point towards where you're going so i think that's the most important thing is that you just have you know you have you just have that vision you know really clear into your into your mind that of where you want to go you know uh, there's this verse in the bible uh it says there without vision people perish it's it's in proverbs so people without vision they perish and that's uh i think what we really need as creative people is we need to have vision, vision in our lives, vision in, or especially vision in, in the way how we solve our clients' problems. So when you have vision, there will be vision. So just, just see, just see, uh, just see things differently. Just see things beyond, you know, the circumstance. And then you, you, you just have to, and then you'll, you'll, you'll be surprised. You know, you're going to smash through walls of, of problems and you'll grow from there. So I think vision is the most important thing to be able to transition smoothly. I think it's it's not gonna be easy, yeah. that's for that's for sure. Yes. But when you have vision, you just have to focus on it and you, you'll you'll be able to break through whatever it is that you're facing. So yeah, that's really cool. And uh, just to add that, um, uh, I think it's it's more cool. Uh, you know, it's more appropriate that you have okay. more questions than answers, right? So I always say say uh, saying this for you know have more questions or ask better questions. Yeah, that way you you will find better solutions for your problems. Yeah, even though for your uh, life in general or business related. Right, so it's really it's really mm. cool that you you know mentioned that, and I, I'm really digging digging uh, you know uh, I'm really connecting with that statement. Mm. So Kevin, uh, you've mentioned uh, you we've been you know even though you are doing a lot of cool stuff, you're working with uh, big brands, you know, there's always uh, challenges and adversity, right, or uncertainty, right. So what's your biggest challenges uh, you know as a creative agency owner or as a CEO uh, and how do you overcome it can you share uh, for TDLS audience if you don't mind okay so I think one of the biggest challenges that I've faced before as uh, as a CEO of a creative agency is that I know um, how to scale up 
you know uh-huh. it's uh yeah from being being a freelancer from being a creative agency owner so it's it's a totally different mindset it requires a totally different mindset so basically when you're a freelancer you just you know you're just accountable to yourself mm-hmm. when you're a freelancer you're you're just accountable to the work that you do i mean basically you don't you don't uh you don't work with any people just with your client so that was a challenge before so i um even before i started the agency i knew that that i'll be doing this um this is this is the thing that i'm really thinking that this is this is the path that i'm taking so i i want to transition from being a freelance designer to a, to an agency owner so that was the challenge how to how to how to how to make the big leap should should, should if that's the term how to make the big leap from being a designer yeah. from being a freelance designer to being an agency owner so at that time um really that that the challenge was not uh physical but more of uh, mental or internal issues internal yeah. conflicts there's mm-hmm. there's war inside i mean there's yes. fear uh-huh. there's discouragement yes. so mm-hmm. i think how did i over how did i overcome it number one i prayed about it <laughs> yes on Very okay powerful. i asked i asked the lord lord so if if i'm gonna do this like is is this really your plan or your will for my life to you know to for me to start my business because you know deep inside i i i, I already know that i know i'm not gonna work yeah. uh, uh as an employee yeah. so mm-hmm. there's no choice it's either it's either i work for someone or or i start start my business so and being an employee at that time was not even really a choice for me when i was starting after i resigned to my to my job i told to, I, I told myself okay this is the last time that i'm going to apply and the next thing that i'm going to do is that i'm going to make a business and make it big so i was doing freelance work and then the challenge was really you know how to how to how to jump So uh-huh. how did I overcome it? Number one, I prayed for it. Number two, mm-hmm. I plan. Got it. Number three, when I gained confidence, you know. So as I was working with different clients, somehow it it you know it gathered confidence. Now maybe I I I can really I can really work on this. I can really make this thing kind of big. So yeah, at that time it's just a matter of decision. So I decided, okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a leap. So I talked to my partner. Okay, let's start a business. You do the video, I do the graphics. So mm-hmm. at first, you know, uh, there was this challenge that we faced for the first time. We don't have money, <laughs> so uh-huh. basically, whatever whatever project mm-hmm. comes comes to our doorsteps, we just take it. So we even at that time when we were when it's not, when the identity of our company is not yet clear that we're not yet. We're not yet labeling ourselves as a creative agency or as an advertising agency. Uh-huh. We we accept wedding videos before. Get it. <laughs> so uh, it was a yeah. time that okay, we don't have money, so we need yeah. to accept this project to sustain the company. <laughs> so so we took the leap, and then we uh-huh. we, we do wedding we, we do wedding projects, and then the money that we got from that wedding project, we save it. And then we got another project, another wedding project, and then we saved the money, and then that's the time that we registered our our freelance business into a real deal or legit business. So we registered it in in the city hall and BIR. So and then that that progressed until until this day arrived that we already are getting bigger clients. You know, wow. clients. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of the clients because have have this, yes. you know, uh, you know, uh, trust issues regarding uh-huh. freelancers. Sometimes they don't they don't uh-huh. trust you as a freelancer because you're not you're not registered <laughs> you're not a registered yes. entity or something. Yes. So they have uh-huh. this mindset that oh this this pe- this this designer might might run away uh, in the middle of the project. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I think that was the yeah, it's a big achievement for the for the team, right? Yeah, so we registered the business, and then we after uh, upon registering, uh-huh. you know, we we just realized, that, oh, we're starting to get uh, bigger clients. Uh-huh. What's and, the and, uh, what's the first big clients that you had? 
What's the, the first? Uh, what's uh, the, the first? Uh, the first big like can, can I say the brand name? Sure, here? no worries. Uh, the, sure, yeah. the first big client that we got was uh, Meralco. So they wow. asked us to do an yeah. internal internal video for their event. So cool. it 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 continued and progressed from there until uh-huh. we got you know bigger brands and then, cool. Yeah, in 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 retail. And the rest in, is history. <laughs> yeah, and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And I think um, when when I'm listening to your story, when the, the journey of you know falling in ball, how you get started, and I, I you know I remember the time when I'm just you know. Uh, when I'm in a corporate world, trying to you know, trying to build my own, trying to build mm-hmm. my brand, my personal brand, and it's really fascinating for me as well. And it's really, I think it's really uh, very, you know, helpful for every creative professionals out there that who mm-hmm. are trying to you know build their own uh, own business or own creative mm-hmm. business. And Kevin, for for those you know, a lot of. Uh, uh, adversity, a lot of fun things that you are creating right now, and a lot of mm-hmm. you know uh, things that happened for for over ten years. Is that correct, right? So, what, yeah. what's your you know what's uh, if you if you're if we go back when you're just getting started when you are mm-hmm. young, what's your best practical advice for your younger self? And I, I I'm I'm asking uh, I'm asking this because for those who who are just getting started or want to build mm-hmm. their own business. And I want to know what's your best practical advice for them. Practical advice is that um, have a dream, have a goal, and study. And then uh, you just have to you know, believe in yourself and say, uh-huh. okay, I can do this. And don't be afraid to, you know, to jump because you, know, you have family, you have friends. For sure, they're going to help you. So it's just a matter of, you know, um, setting your mind towards the goal and, you know, yeah, educate yourself. So never stop learning and always be creating something every day. So that's it. Yeah, that's really cool. Thanks, man. Before we wrap up the show and I I just want to uh, ask you a few more questions, right? So uh, as a a CEO of Fullinim Ball, do you have any okay. specific routines or what, what's, uh, what's the day of Kevin as a CEO or as a designer? Can you share that for TDLS audience? So, okay, so what's, what do you mean? What's the day? Of- yeah, uh, what's your day-to-day routine? Let's oh, say, day-to-day uh, you routine. wake up for, uh, at 5 a.m.? Like, I, I, I no, heard not. this a lot for, for millionaires or successful. Not really. Person, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, not yet that you know that millionaire person yeah. that you're thinking about still still on the process. But uh-huh. my daily routine is that I don't wake up at five. I usually wake up at I think seven or eight <laughs> because I sleep <laughs> wow. late at night. Yes, I sleep cool. I sleep late at night because uh-huh. I'm still you know I'm still studying. I'm still watching you know tutorials on YouTube or reading some articles that are related to design, related to business. So I, I usually start my morning at, at 8 a.m., my day at 8 a.m., and I read in the morning. And then I just started, you know, adding exercise to my routine just a while ago. Uh-huh. So after, after, after workout or exercising, I go to the office. And then I spend my day, you know, basically uh, replying to clients, doing the design work, or just talking to people, and um, and then after that, I after office hours, so which which is basically which basically ends at around seven or eight p.m. So that's how uh-huh. my day works. So as uh, at Full Enable, we our office hours is from nine a.m. to six p.m. But I usually go beyond the the office hours because mm-hmm. I still um, am checking a lot of a lot of work to making sure that that everything is delivered to the client or something. And then once I got home, I eat dinner and I asked, I start to, to read and read and read uh, books and articles mm-hmm. to, you know, feed or to learn something new because, you know, eh, we need that in the, in the, in, especially in our field because you know, the design field is really, 
Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's this? It's really evolving, really. It's evolving really fast. Yes. So we need to we need to catch up on reading and uh-huh. you know creativity, and that's where we get ideas from reading. So yes. for us to be create for us to be creative or to be what's this expert in our own uh, uh, industries or craft, we need to feed feed our mind. So because yes. if you don't read or if you don't expose yourself to the materials or creative materials required in your job and then basically you don't have anything to you know to to pour out or you don't have any to, you don't have any output so 100 percent yeah what are you reading right now what's on your plate for you know for books so uh under under my reading list so i i'm, I'm currently reading this book since i'm uh entitled personal mba so uh-huh. I'm stud- uh, I'm 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 uh, equipping or developing the the my business uh-huh. side because I know um I'm I I would admit I'm not really a good businessman yet so I still have a lot to learn so uh-huh. I'm 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 intentionally you know uh, feeding myself with uh, <laughs> business related material so that you know I know the language when I talk to clients basically. The the design the design the, the the designer part was you know was was honed through the years starting uh, when I was a kid you know but the business uh-huh. side is you know you with having out. zero yeah, yeah having zero background in business uh-huh. that and uh, is that that made me realize that okay I need to equip myself so that you know I won't be I won't be dumb in the industry yeah, <laughs> so I need yeah. to equip myself. And then I'm reading this. I'm reading this book mm-hmm. uh, entitled "How to Be a Graphic Designer Without Losing Your Soul." So basically, the book is about yeah, uh-huh. how to be a graphic designer because you uh-huh. know we without losing your soul because you know every day we work with different clients and sometimes we get mm-hmm. lost Got as it. to who we really are as a designer. So yeah. I think that's 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 a good book. Yeah, that's really cool. And for sure, I will take note of that and check that out. Okay. And actually, that's really an, an interesting point as well. Because as a designer, sometimes we focus more on, you know, asking uh, or creating our persona, create, uh, asking yeah. more questions to the client. And then yeah. sometimes we, we tend to, un, you know, we tend to controlled by their needs <laughs> by, yeah, uh, yeah. by by the needs of their of our users so that's really interesting as well for those creatives that are listening make sure to check that out as well and yeah. kevin last uh, last question so okay uh, what's your best productivity apps do you have any you know interesting apps that you can share for uh, for our audience or for those who are listening what's your productivity apps for uh, to recommend for them Okay, productivity app um, that I'm using right now. Uh-huh. I, um, I would recommend Notion. So Notion is, yeah, Notion. It's, uh, I think, a one-stop, you know, office setup something app. So basically, you, you have, if, you, if you're familiar with Trello, so yes. Trello is uh, like a task management app. So basically, this Notion app is like, Trello, but with other different features like you 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 get to you get to uh what's this to organize your your organization or something because Ooh. Notion is I don't know what's Sweet. what's uh-huh. what this what's uh this app called specifically but basically uh-huh. there's this uh to do list or something uh-huh. there's this yeah. office calendar there's this Ooh. uh Basically, this is an app that uh, helps me, you know, manage the company well to track yeah. our current projects, to uh-huh. to track our calendar or something. Yeah, yeah not really yeah. automation, but just a list or something. You know, it's it. like your online. It's like your online uh, Facebook group pro- uh-huh. profile or something. Notion N O yeah Notion N O N O T T I O N. Got notion. notion. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually yeah. noting that and <laughs> well probably <laughs> noting notion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will add that on our show notes below. So yeah, that's it, man. Thank you so much for okay. You know, I wanna thank you a ton for 
you know, for accepting my invitation. I know it's it's a little bit late now, and we're okay. you know we should be resting or reading some books right now. Okay. So, uh, really, really, I'm really, really grateful to have you on the show. So for those right. who are, you know, interested to know more about Full Inning Ball or if they have any questions or want to ask from you, what's the best uh, or channel or links that they can reach you out? Okay, so I think the best link that I'm most active at the moment is Instagram. So mm -hmm. you can follow me at Kevin Paul Santos at Instagram and you can follow our page full. Uh, on Instagram also, it's at Full and Nimble. So, yeah, just type in the name and you'll see us. Yeah, Full and Nimble. F U L L Y Nimble. Yes. N I M B L E on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook, but we're more active on Instagram. Yes. And fullandnimble.com, right? Yeah, yeah, fullandnimble.com. That's it. And again, thanks you, thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Podcast. I hope you enjoy right. podcast session and talk to you soon again. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to the Design Live Show. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash tdls or go to thedesignlifeshow.com and you can find the donate button on the top to learn more on how you can support the show. And for some cool extra stuff, you can get an access to my private contents like AMAs where I take questions exclusively from Patreon subscribers or check out other stuff I made where I talk about essentialism, design, creativity, and business. I give a lot of value into this podcast that can't be seen anywhere else online. Again, that's patreon.com slash tdls. Thanks for listening to the show and talk to you guys again next week.